Hey everyone, this is Emily, the host of A Sit Down With Scholars. This is a podcast where we hear straight from present or previous interns. These interns sit down with me to share what skills it takes to be an intern and what benefits they gain from their internship experiences. In the 14th episode of A Sit Down With Scholars, Keyshawn Andress and Letty Valley join us as guests. Keyshawn is a student at Robert Morris University in the Integrated Master's Program in Taxation. Letty is a fourth-year student at the UCLA, majoring in business economics and double minoring in digital humanities and accounting. Keyshawn and Letty met as PwC interns this summer. They share their experiences as accounting interns and where their career paths are headed. Tune in for a great episode on accounting internships and accounting careers. Hi, everyone. I'm here today with a different type of episode. I have two guests here today, um, and so they're going to introduce themselves. You can go ahead first. Keyshawn. Um, oh, Keyshawn. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, sure. Uh, thank you for having me on first. Uh, my name is Keyshawn. I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, born and raised. Actually, I'm a little bit outside of Pennsylvania, for those who are familiar. Uh, I live right next to Kennywood and West Mifflin, a little amusement park. It's pretty cool. Um, a little bit about me. Uh, I'm studying accounting right now, and I'm currently an integrated program in taxation, which is pretty awesome. Kind of awesome. And it's interesting. Uh, it's uh, very informative. Uh, but other than that, outside of uh, kind of outside of school and stuff like that, I run marathons. Uh, I really enjoy writing. And uh, I got a, my sister has a pet pit bull, and she's, a, she's a, her name's Peaches. She's amazing. Um, well, it's great to be here here with everyone, with Emily and Keyshawn. Uh, so my name is Letty Valley. I am a senior at UCLA majoring in business economics and double minoring in accounting and digital humanities. So I'm originally from Madrid, Spain, uh, but yeah, I'm currently in the Westwood area right now. Super excited to be back on campus in person. And um, yeah, that kind of sums me up. Perfect. Yeah. Great backgrounds of both of where you guys came from. Um, yeah. So growing up, whoever wants to answer this first, what did you want to be when you grew up? I could take it. I could take the lead on this one. Uh, so I kind of grew up in a family of entrepreneurs, so I didn't really have a choice but to go into business. Um, but I kind of want to be a rock star when I was younger. Like I was really into singing. I actually made a couple of songs lately with me and my friends. They're trash. Like they're so bad. But like, it's so fun to just be like creative in that aspect. But uh, I guess I'd say like really entrepreneurship, uh, business, and then a little bit of mix of the arts in there. So I'm like kind of like a jack of all trades. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Super cool. So I actually wanted to be a fashion designer for a solid four or five years when I was younger to the point where like I got a sewing machine and I started off like making pillows and like slowly transitioned into making shirts. And then when I moved to California for high school, I kind of left that passion behind and, you know, kind of fell in love with just the business, the business world. Definitely. So now in your careers, what motivates and drives you? I think what motivates me is just, it's more like intrinsic motivation from within. I like the satisfaction of, you know, getting something done and seeing the outcome, you know, having like a tangible outcome that either if that's like a slide deck um, that I need to present to, to a client, any deliverables or, you know, a culmination of a, of an event that I've, I've put together. It's kind of that. And it's just, it's the satisfaction that I, that I receive. What about you, Keyshawn? Uh, so like, actually this is something kind of loose. It's something I want to talk about a little bit later too. 
Uh, but just giving back. Uh, I volunteer a lot. I love giving back in my community and helping other people. And I really, I, I truly believe that life is meant for purpose and our purpose is to help one another. And I think business is a great way to be able to provide opportunities for people that aren't fortunate enough to have those. So to be able to leverage my skills and my knowledge to help better people that don't have that access is like kind of the ultimate goal. And also money. Uh, <laughs> I like money. Uh, but like more importantly, it's not the fact that I like money for, uh, how can I say, like buying things. I just want to be able to be somewhat free. Uh, mm-hmm. I grew up in a household where, I mean, money wasn't tight, like super tight, but it definitely wasn't like an abundance. And I don't want to be, I don't want to carry that forward in the future for my family coming up. So it's kind of just like the pave the way for a time to come. Shared like your universities and where you guys what are going to school currently. Um, so did you guys always have your majors? Did you guys have any changes in your major plans? I actually did. Well, I, I knew that I wanted to major in business economics and kind of the accounting path followed me in a way just because I had to take a couple more extra accounting classes. So I was like, why not? I have time in my schedule. And then this past year, so exactly, well, exactly a year ago, I decided, Hey, I've done a lot of econ, I've done a lot of accounting. I want to, you know, add something up. Um, you know, I need a new foundation. And so I picked up the digital humanities minor, which sounds a little confusing. So kind of what it is, is it's using digital technologies to analyze data and present like visual um, solutions. And so that's using, you know, like Alteryx or different, um, you know, data wrangling technologies and then using Tableau or PowerPoint to kind of present that. It's answering the humanistic questions that we have, like how many, you know, individuals suffer from cardiovascular disease in the United States, getting, answering that question with the digital tools that that we now um, can utilize. So I just, I thought that, you know, picking up this, this minor, which was, which would um, kind of bring useful skills for the workforce would be, um, would be great to, to kind of have and supplement my business economics background. Yeah, that seems really interesting. That's a cool little addition. What about you, mm-hmm. Kishan? Uh, so, like I said, I always knew I kind of wanted to go into business from a young age. Uh, my brother was actually, uh, he used to work for, at the time, Big Five, uh, the Big mm-hmm. Five on my public accounting firms. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a really successful entrepreneur right now. And he just told me, he's like, hey, accounting's a way to go. I took two accounting courses in high school and I just went with it. I kind of rolled with it. Um, halfway through that, I really felt a disconnect between the work and uh, my passions. Like I said, I like to give back. But a lot of times I felt like from the accounting perspective, it was really hard to do that. So um, during my time at my school, I picked up a minor in English studies, which was super awesome. I write a lot of poetry and stuff like that. So it really helped like just my creative side. And then I also did a certificate within nonprofit leadership. Uh, one of my like one thing one thing I'm like super passionate about and I want to do later in life is open up a, like a I don't even want to call it a school. I'd rather call it like an educational institution because I want to kind of like flip the whole narrative of what schools really are. So like kind of get that background and kind of understand that um, was like super helpful. And like that's kind of like like I said, like I started accounting went in a little bit in the English direction, went a little bit in a nonprofit sector, and then somehow I ended up in a master's in taxation, uh, finally. And um, kind of why I pursued that, it kind of went back to the education thing, too. Uh, one of my goals in life, too, is to become a professor. And uh, MST is actually the highest degree within tax, so it gives me an opportunity as soon as I graduate to be able to teach part-time at, like, local universities and stuff like that, which is, like, pretty exciting. That's really interesting. It seems like you guys both have those additions on top of accounting that Definitely give you guys like an edge. So what activities and organizations have you guys been a part of in college and how have those impacted your career goals and plans? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I can take this one first um, if you guys want. So in college, I'm primarily involved in uh, in my sorority, Gamma Phi Beta. I'm actually wearing a t-shirt right now. It says G Phi. And so uh, in 2020, for the whole calendar year, I was a financial vice president. So obviously using my my love for numbers and managing um, <laughs> managing large amounts of money. Um, and it was definitely challenging once the pandemic hit. It was complete turnaround of like members, um, you know, resigning due to financial hardships and having to like reimburse a ton of members, closing our physical house down. And that was such a big, you know, there's a big learning curve and, and growth opportunity where I found myself in a position that I, you know, never imagined, um, I would have to deal with. Um, so that was, you know, very exciting, but also hard at the same time. And on top of that, I was also the director of recruitment for the Tamid Investing and Consulting Club at UCLA. And so also led virtual recruitment both in spring and fall of, of 2020 um, and, and recruited over, you know, over 100 members to, to our club. So those are like the two primary organizations on top of working two jobs on campus. But in terms of extracurriculars, um, GFI and Tamid. And she somehow managed to have a life on top of that. I don't know how, but she yeah. did. Um, <laughs> Social life, yeah, that, that, that still fits in there. <laughs> but uh, for me, uh, unlike Lady, I went to like a really small school. So like, uh, it's like, let's just say there's a ton of opportunity and I kind of hopped on way too much, uh, especially way too early. So uh, I kind of want to just highlight kind of through my experiences. So I was the president of like our accounting association pretty much for our school, which is like really cool. It was really, it was kind of hard to govern under uh, COVID just through the fact we couldn't have like in-person like uh, meetings. Like we have a huge like career fair just for accounting students that we usually host and it had to be virtual. And it was just, it was really tough, but we made it do. That was last year. Uh, I was also the vice president for, uh, it's called the Collegiate 100. It was actually an organization I helped found on our campus. Um, and it's a, uh, it's a runner of the hundred black men of America, which is like an organization just helps like pretty much, uh, it's like, an ex it's, it's tough. So it's kind of hard to describe. It's an overarching, it's overarching, like overarching organization that uh, just ha brings like together young black and even older black professionals to help mentor the youth. And then collegiate 100 is our college chapter. And then we have the merging 100 is also our high school chapter. So like, it kind of like trickles down and we build our way up and we just help, su help sustain one another. And then finally, uh, I founded, well, I was actually the president of, uh, it's called Toastmasters. Um, it's a public speaking club. It was the hardest club I ever did because no one wants to come out and public speak for fun. Um, so I just host meetings and meetings and I get like four or five, six, and they'll always be the same faces. And it'd be like, it'd be kind of sad, but like I stuck with it. And um, I guess I'm, I'm here now public speaking. So it definitely helped. And uh, it was a great experience. Definitely a good learning curve. So. That's so interesting. Sounds like you guys were both very involved in a bunch of different things. So what what internships did you guys have during your intern or your undergrad experiences? Um, well, so Keisha and I both share both the STAR internship and the advanced internship at PwC. Um, so I, well, for the STAR internship, to kind of give some background, you basically, I mean, it was virtual uh, for me. Did, was yours virtual, Keisha, as well? No, mine was in person. In person. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I guess Kishon's like a year, a year older than me. But anyways, it was like four four to six weeks where you kind of just got exposed to both the tax and assurance um, lines of service as well as like the firm itself. And so I chose the assurance line of service and Kishon went the complete other direction. And so during my advanced internship, um, worked on a client, um, great team, helped with like a, a quarter two filing um, for, you know, the, the SEC and got really, you know, hands-on experience on what a mini busy season 
looks like. And then aside from that, I also had an accounting internship um, at the onset of 2020 and, and that was in tax. And that's kind of how I knew I didn't want to do tax because I was just doing like tax returns and like city business tax renewals for LA. It was for the entertainment industry, which is super interesting, but no, no, that I knew that tax is out of the picture for me. Uh, I kind of like a broad array. Uh, I mean, outside of public accounting, um, I had an internship with a nonprofit called the Children's Institute of Pittsburgh. Uh, they focus on, they actually have a day school for kids with disabilities, which was really awesome. It kind of echoes like my goal I was talking about earlier on how I want to open up a, like, a, like a learning institution eventually. So I kind of wanted to see the financial background of that. So I got to really get to get like just the idea, in-depth idea of like what's going on. It was unpaid. So that was actually my only unpaid internship, mm-hmm. which was like, honestly, I kind of enjoyed it more. Uh, and it's actually kind of funny because I started, I went for a whole year whenever COVID started. And I just, I did like a whole bunch of unpaid work. And like, it was just kind of nice to give service back rather than like get like compensation for your work. Cause it really puts it in perspective, like what am I using my time for? Uh, and I also had an internship at a, a startup, which was really cool. It was this insurance startup. And I got brought on as like a bookkeeper essentially for their accounting department. But like, I didn't know at startups, you know, you might start as that, but if they need something filled, you got to do it. So I did a little bit of that. I even got the chance to even do some like cold calling and like uh, marketing, I guess, in a sense, and like sales, which was like, I, I'm so I suck at sales. Um, like I'm so bad. Cause like, mm-hmm. I just like, they, they wanted us to like talk like a certain way. And like, mm-hmm. it was just so fake. And I was just like, and people were just grilling me. I was so sad. Like <laughs> it was so bad, but um, I did that. And uh, that was like, it was a good time. It was a good experience. I say both those internships were just really insightful. Just just seeing, like like I said, like different aspects of business and seeing what's out there. Because I think it's really important, especially as a student, like none of us really know what we're doing. You know what I mean? And like, if someone says they know what they're doing, they're lying because they haven't lived this life before. So it's like, you need to try different things and explore. And like, you'll eventually find out what you like and what you don't like. Yeah, definitely. And what would you say that the top thing you learned from your internship so far in college like your one I guess like not necessarily a piece of advice but like what's the top thing you learned from your internship I would say relationship building um I think that's the most key thing uh teams like honestly it's kind of like sports for anyone that's been in sports like if you have a team that doesn't know each other there's no relationship there it's not Mm going to function so like going out your way like little things like I would go out to like a little bakery and I bring in like muffins for my boss and like the people in my office. And like, it just went so much, it was such a, like an easy conversational starter. But on top of that, like that got me more work signed. That got me to see more. That got me brought on meetings. You know what I mean? So it was just really a matter of just going a little bit above and beyond and reaching out like, hey, I exist. I'd like to get to know you. What's your story? Talk to me. So I say like, that's probably the biggest thing for me. I completely agree. Like aside of, um, aside from the actual physical work that you're doing, it's your coworkers. Like at the end of the day, you're going to be spending between like eight to 12 hours a day with them, right? If we're talking about long hours during busy season, um, getting to know them, understanding where they're from and knowing that there's like this mutual, you know, mutual sense of understanding and, and, and caring and compassion towards one another. So I agree. And especially like if you get put on a good team, and it works like you just feel it in the dynamics and, and just the energy in the room or the virtual <laughs> zoom meeting in, in this case <laughs> yeah definitely I mean it can still translate <laughs> it still makes a difference for sure and how did those in- internships impact you w- where you are today 
So I guess, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and take this one. So um, as you kind of, you guys have all heard, uh, my internships kind of consist of tax and audit, uh, the typical, you know, accounting background internships. And this past summer, I realized that this wasn't for me. Like I love to, I, you know, I, I do love numbers. I love accounting, but I know that there's so much more out there. And so I've transitioned to, um, to, you know, to recruiting for consulting. I think having that as a base, but actually using my problem solving skills and my creativity to, um, you know, present actual solutions for a client that's, you know, either going through bankruptcy or like a merger and acquisition. Um, so I've, I think I've grown a lot as, as a person, but also my professional career in determining, Hey, this is not what I want to do. I'm very thankful for the opportunities and the experiences. Um, but I want to, you know, go a different direction. Yeah. How about you, Keyshawn? Uh, I mean, very similar in a sense. Uh, so like, like I said, my sophomore year, I kind of had like an epiphany during one of my internships during tax season. And I was just like, I don't know if this is really who I am as a person. Uh, I, was also, I was also a tutor. I didn't mention that. But like I said, I really like to teach. So like these internships really kind of guided me and showed me that like from an educational perspective, like that's what I really love. Like I love my favorite part of the, like my internships is like whenever they brought in a new associate and I was teaching them stuff, you know what I mean? And I was showing them new things. And like, it kind of just alludes, like it's almost like a stepping stone. And it's also, it's provided full-time employment for me uh, as I graduate. But uh, it got me in a program called the PhD project, just internships. Like, like I said, it builds your resume. So like the PhD project, they fund, they fund minority uh, PhDs, which is like awesome. So I kind of have like, like I said, it's open doors for me. I never even expected. But uh, above all that, like it's given me connections that I never expected. And I've met so many people like I'm like Letty, uh, my one of my great friends, Alvaro Ramos. He's uh, he lives in Puerto Rico. I met him at uh, one of my other internships. And like I went down and seen him before. So it's like from like a global perspective, like it's just like, like I said, it's provided me one, of course, professional things. But it's provided me like so many different friends and so many different perspectives on life. So I can't really complain. I agree. I mean, once, once again, it's, it's the people that you meet as well, just the, the global network. And I think I, I mean, all the firms that I've worked with, and I think Keyshawn can also attest to this, like people do care about you and, and they do look out for you as, as interns. They bring you in and you do become part of the, the family. Definitely. And what would be your one piece of advice for someone who's looking for their first internship in accounting? I could start on this one. Um, I say one speak up. Uh, my my father always says a closed mouth is never fit. And like that kind of is the same thing when it comes to internship. Like if you don't talk to people, it's never going to happen. But also too, you got to put yourself in a position to succeed. Join clubs, join organizations that are centered around the things you're trying to get to. Um, connect with people. You know, like there's a saying. I'm a big saying guy. My dad's like, I literally grew up on sayings. Like my dad's a lot, my dad's older. So like, that's really all, like, it's like every, it's ever since I was a kid, it's always lectures. But it's a saying, um, crap, I literally lost the saying when I was describing that. Um, but pretty much what I was trying to allude to, it's just like, oh yeah, that's it. So it's like, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. So that's a big thing too. If you're surrounded by people with no internships and you're surrounded by people that aren't looking to progress, then there's a good chance you won't either because you're not in the right environment. So the biggest thing is just be vocal about what you're doing. And then I'd also say, just put yourself in a position to succeed. And oh, I got one more, sorry. And this is the last thing. So this is for everyone that's like kind of quiet kept um, email. That is so crucial. If you meet someone, you don't have to have the most influential conversation the first time you talk to them. Just say, introduce yourself, get their card, follow up the next day, and then do a one-on-one, -on -one, especially if you're not a like, big fan of social environments. 
Absolutely great, Keyshawn. I don't know what else I can add to that other than, you know, just put yourself out of your comfort zone and and be your true, genuine self. You know, put your best self out there, and I think things will end up falling to place. And network, network, network. You know, just hop on as many Zoom calls as you can, or just calls. Um, I think that's also extremely helpful, and that's what I've been doing for the past several weeks. Well, thank you guys both for joining me and sharing all your advice about accounting internships and everything related to the business undergrads. Well, thank you guys both. Thank you. Of course. Super glad to be here and I'm glad we can help out. Yeah, for sure. And anyone listening, just know, just because you're going down accounting doesn't mean you have to always have to stay accounting or stay whatever you're doing. Chase your dreams and it'll happen somehow. Exactly. Never better said. Thanks, Keyshawn and Letty, for being guests on A Sit Down with Scholars. You both shared such valuable advice for students looking for accounting internships. A Sit Down with Scholars goes live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Central. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. And if you want to be notified every time a new episode goes live, follow us. If you have previous internship experiences and want to be a guest on this podcast, email me at emily at hirescholars.com.